Hey guys, welcome back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. This is episode 38. Yeah, hey everyone. We're so glad to have you join us today and we're glad because we're excited to jump into the topic. We're going to be talking about how to have an emotionally intelligent marriage. But before we get into that, we wanted to do something. Um, here around the house, we do housekeeping, right, right Don? Yep, yep. We kind of take turns and we break up the work. But today we wanted to catch you guys up on some information. Now we say it every week, but we are so excited about you, about you guys. Our listeners. We, yeah, we, we love you guys. We, we're super excited that you are joining us. You're, every week. you're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you listen, you comment, you, uh, you're, you're making a difference in your corner of the world. And we love that. So we really, we really mean it when we say we are excited. And that's why today we want to give a listener shout out to, uh, a faithful listener yeah. by reading their review that they left us on Apple Podcast. Uh, the listener that we're talking about that we're giving a shout out to you today, uh, and they go by the name of Chels Fun Far. And yeah. here's what they, it's a mouthful, isn't yeah, it? it? Is, yeah. Fun name, but here's what they left as a review. And by the way, Chels Fun Far, we want to thank you yes, for that thank review. Thank you so much. Here's what they wrote. They said, uh, they titled it So Good. And then they went on to say, I recently found this podcast and I immediately started to binge. Thank you for speaking truth and your encouragement. Yeah. So, and we want to just thank you for your encouragement to us. Yeah. Like, that's an incredible review. And it does so much. Yeah. I mean, we are super thankful, Chels Fun Far, for your five-star review, for your encouragement. It just makes us, when yeah. we got that, it's like, oh, we want to keep doing yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, but we uh, really do appreciate your comments. And so if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and fill out a review on Apple Podcasts or on one of the other platforms, but yep. let us know too. Feel yes. free to shoot us an email. You can go to lovingthefight.com. You can contact us there and you can say, Hey, I gave you a review on yep. Spotify or Apple or whatever it is that your platform you're listening on. And I think we're on about 17 different platforms. Um, but there are other things that I wanted to kind of bring up. Some really, really exciting yeah, news. Yeah, we're pumped about this. That we're absolutely <laughs> uh, ecstatic about. And that is that, guys, we have a book coming out. Yes. It's our first book ever. And it's called Verbalocity, Seven Steps to a Verbally Generous and More Fulfilling Marriage. And so we wanted to just encourage you guys to be on the lookout. It's yep. going to be coming up here in the near future. Uh, it'll be available on Amazon. So again, Verbalocity, Seven Steps to a Verbally Generous and More Fulfilling Marriage. Again, today we're going to talk about how to have an emotionally intelligent marriage. And to kick us off, we wanted to share a story about a couple that we know. And I know, Travis, if you probably remember this couple quite well, because I do. <laughs> they made themselves known to us, but also everyone that they were around, because they, when they would get in disagreements, even in a group setting, they would just argue. Like, like in right, public. Yes. <laughs> outright, like yelling, like not just a little bit of, you know, back and forth, but they were full force yelling at each other. And honestly, it was like, it was as if the rest of the world yes. had disappeared, dissolved, and they would get into this intense, like yelling back and forth. Their faces were getting red. They're probably spitting as they were yelling. Yes. And thank God they're, you know, in public where there was nothing that they could reach over and grab because they'd probably throw objects at they, each other. They, they were, were so angry. intense. Yes. They had no sense of embarrassment or remorse. They literally just didn't care that they were in, you know, a, a group full of people. They were emotional. Emotionally out of control, and they honestly just didn't seem to care. 
So we're talking about emotional intelligence, and Mm. we feel like that story goes great with this topic. This is episode three of our, you know, emotionally intelligent marriage. And our goal for this episode and the prior two episodes has been to focus on the idea of emotions and their effects on our relationships. We want to answer this question. How can I have an emotionally intelligent marriage? In, in, in order to do that, we have to first declare that emotions can be dangerous. And they can be. I know why you're probably like, why would you guys say something when emotions are good? We like it when we're oh, happy. And, and they are. Yeah, like they're not bad all the time. But there is also a dark side to unchecked emotions and one that has the potential to make our marriage relationships toxic. And those are the more the emotional emotions that we're talking about. Right. And have yeah. been talking Not the about. good ones, no. but the ones that are unchecked that just spiral out of yes. control. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to podcasts 36 and 37 on how to have an emotionally intelligent marriage, part one and part two. And honestly, Don, I, I'm not saying we're great or this content is great, but I do think this could be one of the most important series that we've ever done. Yeah. I mean, people just don't talk about this. This This is really some interesting things, you know, ideas to be thinking about, but having an emotionally intelligent marriage is amazing. It is. It's really important. If you guys want to have an emotionally intelligent marriage, you must control your emotions, especially the negative ones. The good news is, though, that negative emotions, they are avoidable. You can, we have the ability to control our emotions. We should control our emotions. Of course, you can't, we can't have this conversation and talk about this, um, about how to have an emotionally intelligent marriage and then dangers of our emotions without talking about individual emotional intelligence. So what is this? According to dictionary.com, emotional intelligence is the capacity to be aware of control and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. Mm, Love that. Isn't that a great definition, Don? So when you have two emotionally intelligent people in one marriage, it really starts to increase the emotional intelligence of that marriage. Yeah. And in our last episode, we talked about what an emotionally intelligent marriage looks like. And that's important. I mean, we can talk about emotionally intelligent marriages, but until we say, hey, here's how you're going to recognize one, it could be kind of confusing. So in this episode, we want to talk about what an emotionally out of control person looks like, how to deal with them, and then how to make sure you are not one of them to keep your marriage stable and healthy. But before we get to that, we want to present to you a concept and some thoughts about emotionally out of control people and how they damage their relationships. And those particular kinds of people, they do. Yeah, they do. They damage their relationships. And so when someone is out of emotional control, they thrive on creating hyper emotional environments and drama. And when they do that, we happen to think that they are what we would call an emotionally dangerous person yeah. or an EDP. Yeah. That's the abbreviation. Yeah, EDP. EDP. Emotionally (laughs) dangerous people or person. And it's funny because when we were actually talking about this podcast and and writing it, we immediately had many people, multiple people that came to mind were like, the people that, you know, you're kind of walking on eggshells with, you don't know when they're going to explode. Or even that couple we talked about in the beginning that would just argue openly in public. I mean, there are emotionally dangerous people 
all around us. I think we can all think of them. And I think what was tough about, you know, some of the people that popped in our minds, but also the that couple, is it just creates a toxic environment for everybody yeah. around them. And we're not talking about, you know, when we say emotionally dangerous people or EDPs, it could be somebody who's emotionally dangerous for an hour. And yeah. then, you know, they go on with their life and they're fine. So they're slipping into that. But they're also people who are emotionally dangerous a, a person, but they're that way on an ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. So emotionally dangerous people or EDPs, they have very specific traits. As yeah. we thought about it, as we you know processed it and wrote it down, there are some key things that kind of bubbled up, and and maybe you'll be able to think of some too. But but what are they from our perspective? Well, uh, an emotionally dangerous person. I think one of the first things that came to our mind is the obvious. They have a lack of emotional control. They don't control their emotions, but instead their emotions control them. And this is a terrible place to be because it's a personal roller coaster that they often drag those around them onto for the ride of their lives. This is a person that can go from zero to 10 in just a few seconds. It's like they immediately lose their minds. They're, they're what we, you know, kind of growing up, we would call them hotheads, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe they just burst into tears over little things or very quickly they just lose control and they act and make decisions based on those emotions. That yeah. was the first thing that kind of popped in our minds. The second thing was that they have a lack of basic respect for others. Again, we're talking about EDPs, an emotionally dangerous person. And someone like this, they only care about what is affecting them at that moment that they're feeling impacted. And they're not concerned about others or making sure that their communication and actions demonstrate respect. Really, Don, and you know this, it's all about them and how they feel. And so they take it out on everybody around them. The third thing that kind of popped in our minds is when you think of an emotionally dangerous person, words are weapons to them. Uh, to them, words are, are tools of manipulation, whether it's through emotional outbursts, deceit, or even manipulating others. They, they could be quiet yeah. and communicate in hushed tones, but maybe they're just trying to manipulate. They use words, tone, and body language to harm rather than to help. They use their words to get their own way. And oftentimes those words are very hurtful. Hey friends, we'll get right back to the episode, but we just wanted to say if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, please consider sharing it on social media, leave us a review and be sure to subscribe. We'd also love to hear from you. So feel free to leave a comment. And for more information about Travis or Don Rosinger, go to lovingthefight.com. Again, we're just trying to describe the traits of an EDP, an emotionally dangerous person. Another trait is egocentricity feeds them. They are self-centered, narcissistic, and believe everyone else's world revolves around them and their world. When they think of themselves and their own needs, it feeds their insatiable appetite and wreaks havoc and destruction on those around them. Yeah. And these, these are very real traits. And Don, I just wanted to interject too, that hang on guys, hold tight. We're going to get, we're going to explain how this all ties to marriage and our marriage, Don, you and I and other people's marriages. 
EDPs typically have a low EQ. They have low or no emotional intelligence. Whether it's because they chose it or they were born with it, they do nothing to develop a sense of well-being found in loving and serving others. And finally, an EDP, they they usually only have one volume, yes. right? Yeah. That volume is it's that loud. True? They only care about having a platform to communicate their emotions. They don't care who gets hurt or how their communication style damages relationships and completely depletes the respect others have for them. They only care about being loud and using decibels to create a platform of angst. It may actually not literally, like yeah. physically be loud, but their life is just very noisy. Yeah, it's like drama yeah. noisy. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're talking about a little bit is that EDPs are the drama yeah. people in your life. The people where something's always spinning out of control and whether it's in hushed tones or and and they're being loud with manipulation but doing it quietly or it's really loud, like yeah. actually loud, like freaking out and going crazy and yelling at people. Um that's that's what we're talking yeah. about. And I'm I'm really glad we just went over those six traits because honestly I'm I'm glad that we're done with them because yes. it was kind of difficult for me to go through those. I and, agree. You know, Travis, you and I were very positive people, so just sharing what makes someone an emotionally dangerous person really is actually kind of draining. It's it's negative. Super draining. And Not it, something I enjoy. Yeah, it definitely makes me want to look deeper into my own life though, and in our marriage, and make sure that. I'm not this type of person and to make sure that that's not what our marriage, you know, what is in our marriage. I couldn't agree more. Another thing that really drains me is being around these people. (laughs) I mean, they suck the life out of almost any room that they walk into. And I, again, I, I feel bad, but there's people that come to mind. I remember Travis, we were in a church once and there was a particular person when he would walk through the doors you could just feel his negativity. Oh, no. Like he would point out everything that was wrong and he would never smile. Yeah. Even to some of the visitors, he would comment on their clothes or just, I mean, he was just so negative. He drained the life out yeah. of us. And it, and it's like he walked in the room and you you said he'd, he would suck the, the life oh, out of that room. Horrible. But in reality, like there was no oxygen yeah. left. Like you felt like you were choking to death and you were just like, come on, man, just be positive. Right. Say one positive, you know, thing or sneak a, a half a smile yeah. out of your mouth or something. But this guy, the world was coming to an end and he was going to make sure you and your life came to an end with him. I, I feel kind of bad. We, we honestly didn't really want to be around him. When he walked in, we were still kind, but oh. part of our, you know, the insides were like, oh, please, what kind of mood is he going to be in today? Is he going to be mean or is he yeah. you going to snap at us? And he was downright mean to people all he, the time. And that's what made was. it really hard because you just love people and you don't want. He is a prime example of an EDP. Yes. He was an emotionally dangerous person. And it wasn't just us. Everybody knew it. Yeah. He, that's who he was. That was his personality. Even in the community, way outside of, yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I'm, we're not talking about this gentleman to try to make ourselves look better. Um, there are moments that we all have been or acted, you know, like an EDP, like an emotionally dangerous yeah. person. And there are some individuals who constantly live the traits of yeah. an Yeah, and again, I think, Don, we're talking about marriage, you know, being an emotionally dangerous person in your marriage. Right. And as you know, Don, there have been times where I've had angry outbursts yeah, or I've had too. meltdowns or whatever. And... I'm guilty of being an a, a intermittent EDP, yeah. you know, in my past. 
And I think it's just really important to focus on that and say, like you said earlier, how can I change? Right. How can I get better? How can I make sure that I don't suck the life out of the room, yes. you know, and freak everybody out? We have to be willing to change our behavior and to make sure that we are not exhibiting these traits because it will destroy our marriage. And we have seen that destroy other people's marriages. We have, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think the big question is how to effectively deal with EDPs. You know, how do you deal with somebody that's like this? Well, the first thing is just always remain calm. Take a deep breath and wait to react. We say this often from the Bible and it's in the New Testament uh, book of James, but be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. The key here is to be slow to speak. Yeah. Don't Uh, say what you really think. No, no. (laughs) Uh, When you get around an EDP, an emotionally dangerous person, just don't say anything right away. Remain calm. The second thing is never return the same type of communication that they are giving out. Instead, choose to de-escalate rather than escalate. Don't play their game. Refuse to play their game. Yeah, They are baiting you. Don't swallow the bait. And that's exactly what it feels. Sometimes they throw out things to you to try to rile you up, to get you to, you know, to, to get frustrated with them. And they want you to get frustrated. That's yeah. their goal sometimes. Absolutely. And then the other thing that jumps in our minds is just deal with the root of your emotions. You know, with the root of how you are feeling, whether it's anger or needing to forgive, because again, EDPs like might harm you or hurt you. And and then you want to get angry or emotional. So many of us have feelings of pain when others have hurt us in the past or from making bad choices, which results in terrible consequences. So the important thing is to talk through your anger out loud if you've been negatively impacted by an EDP. There's this thing, Don, called rubber ducking. And I I mentioned this to you before, but like if you ever get damaged by an EDP, emotional scars, just it sounds crazy, but you can even grab a teddy bear or a rubber duck and sit it there in the room and talk out loud to it and just say, hey, here's what this person did to me and here's how I felt. And just so you can verbally process it out loud, not really to the rubber duck but (laughs) or the teddy bear, but just so that you can process it and get it off your chest. But here's... Here's what we're talking about. Choose forgiveness. Don't let them control you or own real estate in your soul by allowing bitterness to take root. Ask God to take the unforgiveness from you. Yeah. T.F. Hodge once said this. He said, you'll never cross an emotional bridge if you keep rushing back to the other side. That's good. It's so important when an EDP has damaged you or hurt you, deal with it. Deal with it, work through it. The other thing that that we would recommend is control your thoughts. Allowing yourself to ruminate on negative emotions, ideas, or past experience will help you in a cycle of hyper-emotionalism. If you're getting pulled into an EDP's orbit, I would say, the Bible talks about taking your thoughts captive. So do that. Take your thoughts captive. I love what Kevin Donaldson said. He said, remember, no one has the right to control your emotions, thoughts, and actions unless you let them. We sometimes give, you know, permission to other people of our emotions, 
But we were letting them. We don't. We want to make sure that we're not allowing yeah. others to take control. Don't give it to them. Absolutely. And and also the other thing that we would recommend in dealing with EDPs is remember it's not you. When someone has hurt you, they are the ones with the problem. They are the ones who are going to have to have a. They're going to have a hard time sleeping at night. They're responsible for their actions. You are responsible for how you respond to their reactions. So to deal with an EDP, we would recommend take time to think about them on a macro level. And really what we're talking about is thinking about them as a person, but also thinking about yourself as a person, but at a 30,000 foot view. In other words, they have issues or addictions or unresolved bitterness, but you as well want to think about yourself on a macro level. What do you want to be? Do you want to get pulled into their orbit of, of absolute emotional chaos, or do you want to be a person that everyone knows is filled with love and compassion and kindness. Who do you want to become? I think it's important to remember that we need to try to limit our exposure to them. And that's not bad. (laughs) That's not a bad thing. It's a boundary that we need to set up. We need to keep them outside of your close inner circle that, you know, those people that are in the inside, don't let them in there. Warning though, this is impossible to do if you're married to one. So this is where it's, you know, becomes, you know what, you can't do this. If this is your spouse, then we actually suggest you finding a counselor and making sure that you're getting that person help or together you're going to see a counselor. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more with that, Don, that if you're an EDP or your spouse is an emotionally dangerous person, like you just said, go to a counselor. I mean, you can even turn this podcast off and just pick up the phone, look it up on the internet, find a Christian counselor. So important. I think the last thing, which is important, you know, is to don't be an EDP. Don't be an emotionally (laughs) dangerous person. Set the right example. We need to set the right example. Show people what kindness, love, empathy, and civility should look like. Model Jesus and who he was to those around you. So we've been focusing on how to have an emotionally intelligent marriage, which leads us to this, the big question. The most important question, right? How do I know if I am an EDP, if I am an emotionally dangerous person? If you want to have an emotionally healthy marriage, you have to do some evaluation. You have to make sure that you aren't an EDP or even exhibiting traits of an EDP. So you need, we need an honest evaluation. Yeah. Just digging down into your own heart and opening up your life and just saying, okay, God, am I this kind of right. a person? And if I am well, in those areas, God, help me get rid of those. Right. I know there's just a few questions that we can ask ourselves in this area. We need to ask ourselves, do, do I care more about speaking my mind than I do about the impact of what I am saying on others? And now I have been, I personally have been guilty of this in the past, and I put my foot in my mouth many times, but we need to keep evaluating ourselves for that. Another question is, am I choosing to control my emotions when my thoughts and emotions start to race out of control? Am I allowing God's spirit to fill me with self-control that comes from him? Those are great questions to ask. We want to evaluate ourselves to make sure that we aren't you know, an EDP. Yeah. And because if we make sure we're not an EDP, an emotionally dangerous person, then it increases the emotional intelligence of our marriage. Another question that is so important to ask yourself is, do I criticize people and complain about circumstances more than I praise others and look Mm -hmm. at the positive? 
Great question. Worth thinking about. Also ask yourself this question. Is my mindset to always get along with everyone no matter what? Or do I naturally walk around thinking that I am a victim? Mm-hmm. Do I think other people are potential enemies and people that are, are around me are out to get me? And I think the, the last question that would be really, really important as well, Don, is do I have deep friendships with several people who trust me or is my friendship circle constantly turning yeah, are you, over? Are you freaking people out? Are you being mean? Are you not, you know, being kind in any way? And it's scaring people away. Right. Do they run when right. you come into the room? Do they look for the back door yes. or whatever? And I would just say, boy, if you don't even have any, you know, good, deep friendships, that's, that's a, a you know, not a great sign. Yeah. Uh, negative emotions are avoidable. So we've said this many times. We'll say it again. You can control your emotions. It's your choice if you want to or not. You should control your yeah. emotions. Why? Because it helps you to have an emotionally intelligent marriage. So we, we just want to recap really fast on. You can help me with this. Guys, remember, always remain calm when dealing with an EDP. Never return the same type of communication that they're giving out. Deal with the root of your emotions. If they've harmed you or hurt you, deal with the emotions so you don't get pulled into their orbit and control your thoughts. Control them. Don't ruminate over those things over and over again. Remember, it's not you. And we need to think on a macro level about them as a person and yourself. It's okay to try and limit your exposure to them. And lastly, just don't be an EDP. Choose a different path. We want to just leave you with this passage from the Bible and wrap up the podcast series on emotional intelligence with a verse on emotional intelligence, one that fits so well with marriage. This is an awesome passage of the Bible. In Colossians 3 verses 12 through 14, it says this, Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, You must clothe yourselves with kindness, tenderhearted mercy, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. That is a perfect example of emotional intelligence. Oh, so good. And what we need to model in our marriage. Yeah. And when it says, clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, Don, that is completely opposite of an emotionally dangerous person. And anyone who takes this advice from the Bible, this great wisdom, they're going to have an emotionally intelligent marriage. It's so good. So good. Hey guys, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Don't forget guys, you can do this. You got this. We believe in you. Keep loving the fight. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed and please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.